Uh, good afternoon, everyone. We are truly in this together. To get, to get, to get, to get together. And the only way we will get through this is by all of us working together. Each of of you doing your part you, you must stay at home welcome back everyone to the you must stay at home period podcast featuring as usual karen with the hard end we in this bitch and we also have brother cephas and, and it's when it like Make the stallion just took home best new artists. And the Grammy goes to. Well, I'm nervous, y'all. Shaking. Not even my award. Wait, how do you open it? Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, how do you do it? Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. this time change spectacular i lost an hour today feeling super good about that everything too, sucks you had too many hours yeah i had too much time in a, in a day and every week and so yeah i'm glad they took some away you know how i always come back daylight savings i don't usually nap i take a nap so then i feel like i got extra sleep on uh on sunday so i don't really feel the time change when it comes down to it that's an interesting strategy. I just try to ignore it, but I am acutely aware of that missing hour today. There's a bill, I forget which um, which um, senators have sponsored this, but there is a bill to make daylight savings time permanent so that we don't have to keep switching, which I fully support not switching, but I wanna stay on standard time. Like daylight savings time is trash. What's wrong with standard time? Not exactly right. I have no idea, but I think the the comments under the tweet about it were like split almost 50-50. People saying they wanted, you know, one or the other. I think it's just the personal preference of those um, those senators. They like DST, so trying to make it permanent. I fully support making it permanent because I think it's ridiculous to keep springing forward and falling back or whatever it is. I love standard time. I never got this until maybe a couple of years ago, all these years. Me when too. I write the time and date, I always put EST <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because I thought that S would be the same as standard or savings time. Oh. And nope. until I realized that the S means only standard. Standard, right. And then uh, if it's savings time, just do E, D. E, D, T. Right. Or E, T, right? Yeah. Um, I don't, you know what? I always do the EDT if I mean daylight savings okay. time. I'm not sure if you can do just a two um, letter abbreviation, but it's funny you say that because I never gave it much thought either. And I would use them interchangeably all year long. Like, didn't, you know, I just didn't pay attention EDT, CDT, whatever. And uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago <laughs> at a job um, where we had to schedule appointments with clients, um, my scheduler counterpart she called me out on it and she was this you know older older lady um and you know how older people tend to have better handwriting they know actual penmanship and they you know know like 
state abbreviations and capitals and they they just know stuff like that right and she was the first person to ever call me out on it and I was stunned because I was like I you know I fully understand time zones and the time change but had never given it serious thought as to which one which abbreviation to use so she made me acutely aware in that moment of saying like you got that wrong but I hope they do decide uh one or the other I mean it's antiquated I don't know why they don't just decide to do it one of the reasons in that there was a argument for going back and forth and it was saying that it saves lives how does it save lives it saves lives well, because it saves light won't get more light they're saying the little children going to school during the in the dark are more prone to being killed by cars that's it there's a whole lot of changes we could make to you know circumvent that issue i don't think maintaining daylight savings time is is the answer i am very happy to strongly and proudly endorse Herschel Walker, Texas Ranger, for the U.S. Senate. So you can go ahead and vote for him, Karen. That's your boy. You love to talk about Herschel. And he's right there, and you right there in his backyard. You're running for Senate where? I don't Texas. know. He, he, just, he just endorsed it. But yeah, I guess it would probably be in Texas. I would think. Herschel lived in Texas. I thought he lived in uh I thought he well, lived no, in... he he played as a cowboy and then I think he just stayed. He lives in Texas. Yeah. He lives in Texas. You all see, I know everyone is talking about this, about the Kurt Franklin video with he and his son arguing. Did you guys see that? I did I saw that it was trending, but like I couldn't bring myself to hear a man of God. Swear. <laughs> he called him a, he said. Okay, if you think I'm racist, but let me say it like this. When your bitch ass starts to disrespect get your skinny motherfucking ass back out the goddamn way before I put my foot in your ass. Because I, I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Shut the fuck up. I'm old. What's up? Most people have had a contentious argument at some point with a parent, very similar, if they use this or not, but yeah, I, I, who doesn't I expect an adult to the curse? I mean, it, it sounded like it had been building up anyway. Well, it's like how emotional Kurt Franklin was. That's when you like, he had that tone where you're holding back, you know, you're trying to talk nice for like the first, like so many times you just tell somebody the same thing and what then you just let loose what would jesus do what yeah, would jesus yeah. do explode it yeah and the kid says something like kurt, what kurt's gonna do <laughs> kid says something like i i bet you you won't or i dare you he was being condescending yeah. and he was also doing it from look like a luxury vehicle from inside the luxury vehicle recording from one iphone 12 with another iphone 12. so mm. he's not and mind you, this this kid, quote unquote kid, is 33 years old. Yeah, so. 
You know, Kirk is probably still playing, paying the freight for that. He he is clearly, you know, he clearly yeah. is. What in the world does the? I have no background into their relationship and had no idea. I imagine he had kids, but I had no idea that there was some sort of um, fallout with with one of them that was uh, public that people knew about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know at all. I was like, wow, that that's surprising. Um, but looks like it might be Kirk's fault for spoiling his ass. He's clearly, he's clearly spoiled. So that's that's partially his fault on that one. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's it's um, that's it, that's an easy parenting mistake to make when uh, you didn't have stuff. You know, you mm-hmm. figure, but you you know, you come into some means as an adult. You figure, oh, I my kids everything that I wished that somebody could have given me and they'll be grateful especially, his, they don't especially at the time with his, at his it was the height of his popularity and amount the amount of money he must have been making back then it had to yeah be it was hard. insane right you know and Kirk Franklin is still gospel music you know black music royalty uh, a couple of weeks ago they did um, in February Tiny Desk, NPR's Tiny Desk was doing a whole black music series for um, Black History Month and they closed out the month with Kirk Franklin um, uh, Tiny Desk concert and it was huge, it was trending all day you know, people love Kirk Franklin so yeah, in the 90s oh my goodness, when, you know, that that child was an adolescent it had to be ridiculous all you had to do was just say Kirk Franklin and doors open Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess essentially being uh, just acknowledged amongst the people at your church, like oh, I'm, you know, oh, I'm, uh, you know, Deacon Franklin's son or whatever the hell, and then to go from that to everybody knowing, right? Know, he's he's, Franklin is. he's basically a preacher's kid on steroids, and I don't know if y'all know about <laughs> But they yeah, are some, the some worst. of the worst. Yeah. Oh <laughs> some of them my are God, the they are the worst. Not some of them. <laughs> to to a person, they are the worst. They are incorrigible, and oh, just so um, obnoxious. Every last one of them I've ever met. Terrible kids. <laughs> Terrible people. I know one. I take that back. I know one who was a sweetheart, and that was just because he wasn't old enough to have turned. <laughs> but I didn't turn him out yet. Every last one of them I, I ever met, and I've been to a lot of churches. Whew, those are some entitled brats, boy. Whew, sanctified brats. church you've never been to this type of church Check. yes i have I, I promise you i have i doubt it man okay, I, I can't you, you know there, okay there's uh there's a kojic church on the on my side of my uh city that i grew up in 
and I've been to that church because my best friend at the time, his mother was holy and sanctified. Okay. <laughs> and then eventually my grandmother actually joined that church on my dad's side. And uh, how old were you? Well, I was a teenager. And how many times did you go and actually three. sit through a whole service? Two or three times, but I knew, but he was tight. My boy was tight with the preacher's kid. Praise and, and worship. Was, and he was incorrigible. And and uh, collection. You ever go on a communion Sunday? Yeah, man. I, I, no. Yo, I've gone. All, yo, I've gone all southern. I've gone. Yo, I've I've had to sit there for three, four hours when they run back the verses like three, four times. I, I've I've been to that type of church. But you been to an AME, a Baptist, a Pentecostal. Yes, or... all no. of them. No, he has all of them. Okay, I just I don't see you. Pentecostal. Yeah, but I okay. I'm just sitting there. I'm not speaking in tongues and all that kind of shit. Well, sure, they don't speak in tongues in some of those churches. In the Kojic? That's, uh, you know, that's a Baptist thing. Kojic, they definitely do that. But um, I just, it's hard, it's hard to picture you, you don't make any reference to church culture. I guess that's what it seems like, makes it seem inauthentic, you know? That's that's all. I've been to my father was raised Baptist. I've been to plenty of I've been to church. He went to I've been to plenty of Baptist church. Okay, but nothing and, took. And, that's and, what I'm and Kojic. If I, right. I was that's because you that shit just didn't appeal to me. You a heathen. That's all. Godless heathen. And no, it clearly it didn't because like you don't. <laughs> but but that's what I mean is like it didn't. You know this. Like I said, I went to so many different churches, you know, growing up. But yeah, there's, you know, definitely some parts where and, and there's some phases in my life where I would, you know, be taken to church by a parent and be like, ugh. But there were also there were also phases where there were in different churches that I liked better than others. And so some of the culture of the black church I did absorb and I did appreciate, even if I didn't, you know, like the idea of you know a sky fairy watching me and telling me what i should do and you know okay 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 bill maher declaring what my uh (laughs) what my you know fate would be uh well in advance right or you know i I never liked the idea yeah that kind of stuff personally i never liked the idea of them declaring you know everybody's sinful and there's nothing about it like wait a I minute mean, i'm a good person like you can't call me sinful listen so I went, to, I went to all religious schools growing up right but that's not the same as the black church yeah it's, it's not, not uh, black church that's what i'm saying i'm surprised nothing about the culture of black church appealed to you and that's why it makes me feel like you never very you never spent much time in one because there's some awesome things about the black church if you like anything about black culture there's some and, I, and I don't really like, like gospel about, music. I don't like gospel music. Right, like but it's not just about the music. If you like anything about black culture, to me, there should be some things you appreciate about the black church because they're so intertwined. And the fact that you don't like anything about the black church tells me, oh, well, you just are not familiar with it. To me, that's I'm, that's what I feel I'm, like. But, I'm very you know. familiar with it. Okay. That's right. probably the problem. Okay. But... Uh, <laughs> The cultural things are the, for me are the best things about the black 
pictures. The religious part is not what I find to be the best part. Right. That's what I can't. I can't understand why Buck wants to claim he's been to black churches and he don't like nothing about black church. The cultural thing, cultural touchstones of a black church are everything. That's especially as a, especially the way he listens to music, I'm surprised he doesn't right. listen to gospel. And there's so, and, but even outside of music, there's so the cultural touchstones are so like heavily overlaid over right our our larger secular black culture. I don't see how you can say you don't like anything about the black church if you like being black. Like they're so closely intertwined, you know, to me. So sound like Joe Biden now. Well, that's why I feel like you ain't you ain't really gone. You ain't really spent no time in the black church. I just don't like after a while I just get tired. I just get the you know, extra long service. Yeah, well, well, I've seen I've seen Eddie Long. The religion long church twice. The re- religiosity, um, I get, I get that that ter- turns you off, but like, just well, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad service before we knew about you know Longfellow and all that. Longfellow was just a school, as far as I knew. Back then, you could do um, do an offering for that. What? What? Say that again. Longfellow, his school. Uh-huh. I mean, it's ironic that you call it Longfellow. It is. I thought you were making. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Oh man. Um, uh, another name. Right. Um, that was unfortunate. Um, in hindsight, but so what are you saying? That what if they were raising funds? For- they have different. You know, you might if you go to Eddie Long's. From what I remember, there might be two at least two offerings that go around. Oh yeah, big black the, the, yeah. the, the building fund. Right, they pass it several times. Cool, the this or that, it's okay. Right. You know, um, and then you're the one that got me to go. Because you were like, oh, any long, any long super. He, he was great. He, can't, he canceled his girl's credit card. I, he he was great, he was. They they did this know, old magical pay, thing where he was like, don't get your blessings. And, and Oprah <laughs> stood up and he was like, who got credit card debt? And he stood up and, and he was like, who gonna pay this off? And then somebody else stood up. I mean, it was like, he had the whole room on fire. It was a, it was amazing. Folks, folks was getting thousands of dollars paid off by other members of the church. I'm like, how, why am I not in church today? Um, but, you know, I did like Eddie Long, you know, his, his personal, I, I can never get into all the emotional but, part of it. Yeah, but that's what people it, lock into it. But they that's right because you, you, you. I felt like it, I felt like it was Comatron, Like you can't. I felt like it, I felt like it was tempo. That's why. Well, that's because that's, that's because you your pampered ass is never crisis. So you uh, you ain't never needed God when you had to lean on your faith. Um, but anyway, you know even just things like the but uh, I don't feel I feel like you can be close to God without doing like you don't have to do all that of course you can technically but that's not our culture that's what I'm saying you know our culture is to be very demonstrative that's you know that's that's secular black culture too is we are loud people and we are boisterous and we are over the top extra so why wouldn't our praise and worship be that same way 
course it is. That's what I'm saying. It's like so everything, the church and the greater secular community are mirror images of each other in so many ways. So that's the part that I find surprising. Like I would suggest that you stop claiming you understand black church if you don't like nothing about it because I just don't see how that can be. Yeah, I just I'm about to get my thing in a an hour, and that's it. Well, you can't. Then I get, I get, I get some of the older men in my life were cynical about that kind of shit. Yeah, the, clearly they were because they were like, that's they were all like, you have is cynicism toward it, and there's my, some actual really good parts about it. My father used to say, "Ask somebody what did, what what did they what did the pastor what did you learn today from the pastor? Oh, that's show them preach today. Somebody say, pastor, show them preach today.'" Like, hey, what what did he say? They could definitely tell you, you know, whatever. But well, yeah, and there's a lot of pastors that you know are not good preachers. Um, as a matter of fact, the man that took over for Eddie Long at New Birth. Oh yeah, Brian. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I tried really? because a cousin of mine attends New Birth. This is the guy who came from Baltimore. Yeah, Jamal oh, Bryant. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, he. You know, I have a cousin that belongs to the church and she loves him. She's constantly. Let me I work with a deacon clips. over there. I work and with a deacon. So I'm like, okay, let me check him out because I love Eddie Long. And oh my God, he, I was just, I was so angry by the time I finished listening to one of his sermons. A few and then you know, ago. he got, he got one of his teenage parishioners pregnant up in, when he was up in Baltimore. I don't doubt that at all because he's clearly in it for the show, right? This is, He's so ostentatious. It's That's like, the kind of shit that I'm talking about. That's yeah, and I'm and right, and and I get that. And I'm not saying you should like every black church or every black pastor. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm talking about Jamal Bryant specifically. Uh, he started preaching on something, and then just like he never closed the loop on what the lesson was supposed <laughs> to be. It was going, you know, for like 40 minutes. I listened to, and, and he talked through a couple of uh of verses a passage on uh rachel and and what isaac was it isac or i can't I remember confused. i always get them confused anyway whichever one wasn't that, wasn't rachel one and leah rachel was was too old to have a baby or something like that no no this is the, get, this sarah. Is the no this is the two sisters yeah that's sarah this is the two sisters and the 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 guy i forget if it's isaac or um what's the other one isaac abraham isaac and who's the no, other no. No, no. Moab, Moab. No, no not Moab. <laughs> yeah, I think you mean Ezekiel. Um, not Ezekiel. Ezekiel. But anyway, one of them, the Corinthians. He goes, one Corinthians. He goes to um, the, the a man and says, "I want to marry your daughter." He sees it. He sees Jeb in the field, or is it Leah? I forget one. He sees one of the daughters in the field. He's like, "Oh, she's hot. I want to marry her." And the father says, "Yeah, work for me for seven years, and then you can, you know, have my uh, daughter in marriage." And so he works for seven years. And then when he says, all right, I'm tired. I'm ready to get laid. Like, let's admit it. It's been seven years. Um, he literally says in so many words, like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to take what's mine. Um, the father says, all right, sure. Let's plan the wedding. And then he tricks him and he switches daughters. He gives him the cross-eyed one uh, daughter. And, you know, at the time. not what we agreed to. Right. At the time, it was custom to wear a veil. So he marries the woman and you know lays with her and then doesn't come to find out to the next day that it wasn't the, the daughter that he thought he had married and so he's pissed and then you know 
know, it's a whole thing. But anyway, so he's walking through that whole story for about 40, 45 minutes. And I'm listening to <laughs> it going and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he had titled the message. And so like, it's supposed to tie in the passage, supposed to tie in with the, with the title of the message. And then in the last 15 minutes, he just catches the spirit and goes off topic, off tangent, and he never comes back. And I was like, but, <laughs> but, but you didn't finish. Oh, I was so mad because I sat there for an hour plus waiting for him to tie this together and he never did it. And I was like, oh, this man is terrible. Terrible. Anyway, so yeah, not every preacher is great. And and if you had asked me in that moment, okay, what'd you learn? I, I would be like, I ain't learned shit. I ain't learned shit. He never, <laughs> finished, he never finished what he was talking about. But some people say he sure did preach. Right, but oh, he preached. Yeah, he, he, you know, you just evaluating it on passion and feeling and, and you know, him... And tongues, you know, yeah, he did all of that. He preached, but I couldn't like tell Mike, you. Sound like Michael Jackson, right? But I could not tell you what the point of the message was because he never got there, and I was so upset for like hours after that. I was like, I can't believe I wasted all that time because I'd already watched Bishop Jakes, so I went to church twice that day and didn't get nothing out of the second one. I was mad. Anyway. Um, you should, you know, find a church where they keep the messages short and give it another chance because it's great. Have you all checked your blood sugar today? I'm not diabetic. I never check it. You should because it can. Uh, I found out in Oklahoma through that announcer at that basketball game. He said that his blood sugar was low, caused him to just say nigger. He couldn't control himself. And we will be right back here live after the national anthem, ladies and gentlemen. Where he called them fucking niggers for uh for kneeling. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, rate, Un- low blood sugar do that to you, make make you make your racist racist Tourette's flare up, you know, when your blood sugar drop. <laughs> when you hey, when you on the Daniel fast, you find yourself nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> what do they say? Eat a Snickers, you're not yourself. You know, that Snickers around. Racism just bubbles up. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> so, oh my goodness! Yeah, that was Roseanne who blamed it on an ambient, right? 
or somebody. somebody. Oh, yeah, Roseanne. Roseanne, Roseanne, Roseanne did. <laughs> Get sleepy, start saying nigger. Yeah. Shame on these people. <laughs> Man, he he should never do a game again. <laughs> but, you know, we'll I hope see. Not. Well, we'll see. For hot mics. Thank God for hot mics. It should be like, you know, we need a squad. Like, that should be a job. But, your full, your but job. you can't just cancel these people just for these simple mistakes in their lives. <laughs> this cancel culture is just outrageous. But there should be like a cancellation squad for, for racism, anti-black racism. You know, and that's your job to like stories to make sure these people are paying penance, right? Tariq Nasheed launched just such a website to do just what you just said. Well, Tariq Nasheed is right for once in his life. <laughs> I agree with him. Because, you know, like, I, I want to make sure, like, the Amy Coopers of the world aren't just, you know, going back to their cushy lives and, you know, that ridiculous uh, teacher. Ashley Murray says she was horrified when her five-year-old told her what happened at school. They basically made him go on the toilet and get his feces and tissue, the, the dirty tissue, out of the toilet. Ashley's son is a kindergartner at Crystal Hill Elementary School. Yeah. Around children ever again. again. And oh, no, uh, no, 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 she worked with white children. She worked with black children ever again. And she can't. Just, she ain't going to do that to them. No. And I saw somebody on Twitter, I don't know, you know, I can't, uh, I wasn't able to verify this, but I saw somebody on Twitter that sounded like they were local. I think this happened in what, Oklahoma or Arkansas? Uh, I think Arkansas. Yeah, uh, Arkansas. That, that was Arkansas. That was Arkansas. That, that alluded to the fact that this might not have been the first child that Carla or somebody in the school, you know, made unclog the toilet. So they got bad plumbing. What it's, town is this? And uh, they, it was uh, Pulaski, Pulaski County. County. Yeah. And um, so, you know, this is, that might not have been her first offense doing that, which is why she, maybe she thought she could get away with it with this child. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's, it's disgusting because she never would have uh, made a white child do the same thing. Hell no. Say that. 100% sure. Right. Um, I can't find the town. certainty. But um, North Little Rock. North Little Rock, it says. So I don't know if that's just an area or an actual community, but it's the Crystal Hill Elementary School in Pulaski County, Arkansas. If you want to tweet them, complete the, tweet them at, um, the, what is it, PC, Pulaski County certified something something i'm gonna get the handle in a minute but um yeah just a, a disgrace and she was put on um administrative leave okay but you know again they're gonna wait for this to blow over and then she's gonna be right back in the classroom with her money mm. and so you know this is why Tariq is right I'm right about, you know, you need to have some sort of commission whose job it is to make sure these people face consequences. She should never be able to teach 
or or you know be in a position of authority over black people ever again because she don't think shit of black people here we go again cancel culture and it's so horrible no she should be arrested they arrest little girls in school six-year-old girls for cursing teachers out black little girls yep they don't have an issue finding a way to arrest them how are they not finding a way to punish this woman right she's just suspended suspension is not a i'm sure she's still being paid exactly right it's Mm -hmm. right and you know they specify if it's unpaid they didn't say you know they just said oh she's placed on administrative leave and right so it's gotta you know we need somebody to make sure she ends up fired and uh, and charged um if you want to tweet the pulaski county special school district it's uh their handle is p is in pulaski c s s d schools plural p c s s d s i'm sorry yeah <laughs> P-C-S-S-D-S. Damn, I did it again. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mouthful. It is. It's, it's P-C-S-S-D schools, plural, uh, is their Twitter handle. And, you know, uh, tweet them and let, let them know what you think about that. But, you oh, know, I hope... Uh, yes, yes. Tell them Karen with the hard end sent you. And uh, I hope that... Um, there's some some repercussions there i'm just i'm so tired of you know every week is something right like did anything ever happen to those cops that tased that little nine-year-old girl in rochester that was just a month or two ago oh you mean no they they sprayed the uh, what's the name they oh, uh, pepper, pepper spray yeah face. same same thing they tased her too they just didn't tell us but you know they just uh, you know right who who gets a, a six-year-old child arrested out of school and she's she's screaming like those people should be fired there should be consequences yes they should be canceled full stop ben crump too man (laughs) at this point i don't know if i want to cancel ben crump but i sure do want to encourage black families to stop stop letting him represent you please he's the same thing who doesn't mumble the settlement is not just historic because of the $27 million paid out, but for the impact on social justice, policy reforms, and police reforms. Because the financial compensation most directly impact George Floyd and his family the future of their family, but it is the policy reforms that affects all of us. It's going to be a long journey, a long journey to justice. This is but one step on the journey to justice. George Floyd had more witnesses to his torture and death than any other person, black or white in American history. Over 50 million people have clicked to watch that video. And once you see that video, you can never unsee that video. The settlement is not just historic because of the $27 million paid out, but for the impact 
on social justice, policy reforms, and police reforms because the financial compensation most directly impact George Floyd and his family, the future of their family. But it is the policy reforms that affects all of us. It's going to be a long journey, a long journey to justice. This is but one step on the journey to justice. George Floyd had more witnesses to his torture and death than any other person, black or white, in American history. Over 50 million people have clicked to watch that video. And once you see that video, you can never unsee that video. Period.